This is the Copper Crab Podcast, y'all. <laughs> I'm Cheney Crab. I am Naveen Copper Niece. It's actually Copperwise. If you would like to help us out monetarily with the podcast, go buy a t-shirt at the link in our bio. If you would like to submit a question, send it to coppercrabpodcast at gmail.com. And we will Copper answer it. Podcast. Maybe not today, maybe not tomorrow, but Sometime. So- at some point we will answer your, your burning hot questions. Searing hot questions. Fuck, I should have locked, locked Pappy out. Locking Pappy out. Uh, we got a new... This is our first episode from... Our new studio. That's that's Nashville. actually... People keep asking us, why'd you move to Nashville? What What's the move for? You know, why move from California to Tennessee and it's, it's all for this podcast studio? Uh, well, actually, on a non-joking side, those of you who can't see this studio... It's not fully all the way set up yet. I was working on it all day yesterday, but it is got a lot more space. Way more space. <laughs> and that's why we moved to Nashville. Every more single, space. I think the smallest room in our new house is the size of the biggest room in our old house. It's true. Literally, as bi- it's bigger than the master bedroom in our old house. Yeah. So that's you something tell California me. needs to. Uh, adjust is like the the size of their living everything? spaces everything yeah <clears throat> except for the size of food of everything everything needs to go down in california except for the spatial size of the food rooms. portions should say the same the price should go down yeah so the gas <clears throat> prices i mean jesus this this might as well just be a podcast about uh we're just firing straight us into it. naming everything yeah. that's bad about california okay actually now that we're here it's like I I couldn't imagine not living here already, and I think we've lived here for about ten days. So, I guess the last podcast we did, we skipped two. We've actually lived here for thirteen days. Wow! Mm-hmm. So when this comes out, it'll be two weeks on the dot. It'll be two weeks. And a side note is that today we're putting the podcast out tomorrow. Today is exactly seven years since we anou- announced our band Entheos into the world. <laughs> Wrong drop. Yeah, Naveen's, I think I have an Naveen applause here. Naveen's sense of direction. <laughs> anyway, I don't know. Your sense of direction ever since we moved to Tennessee is just like, it's like you've become discombobulated. It's alarmingly bad. You like, can't I can't tell which way. When you come in the house, there's like a little living room, and one side is the bedrooms and podcast room. Other side is studio that we're working on. Yeah. I always go the wrong way. You do always go the wrong way, and... You know, it's streets, everything. You're just really, really bad at directions. Yesterday, you did something that was, like, alarming. It's comically bad. What did you do yesterday that was weird directional, directionally? Yeah, I don't know. I did something really weird. I think we were driving home and just went somewhere No, it was, it was in our house. But, yeah, your sense of direction is just all... Yeah, it's not good. Mine's the opposite. I can remember everything. Maybe it's, like, early stage... Dementia. That's not good. Yeah, it's really not. So, good luck so to you. So there's that, Cheney. But yeah, well, like we were saying, we um, <clears throat> the last podcast was probably right before Christmas, or no, it was right before we left. Yeah, it was. So uh, we left on the December eighteenth, right? Which was crazy. I think the move was about uh, like more 
work than I anticipated. I think that think? every time one moves, it's a lot more work than they anticipate because, you know, our house there was only 900 square feet. So looking around, you wonder what could possibly be in this house to move. I know. My mom was like, man, you guys are minimalists. Like, you Literally called us minimalists. And then <clears throat> I was like, yeah, I don't think so, mom. Because what she didn't take into account is we had a broken down trailer full of stuff. Oh, yeah. Then we had a new trailer full of stuff. Mm-hmm. Then, because whenever I had something that I didn't want to deal with, I'm like, I'll just throw it in the trailer. Yeah. And then uh, we have... Don't do that. Some out... Yeah. <laughs> don't do Just go ahead and do I'm already do that. doing that, though, by the way. Well, here we have a nice shed to put our stuff in. Oh, yeah. Uh, my hope for our trailer, which we use to tour, my hope for the trailer is that we do not... Uh, use it for anything but musical instruments i think we can get there so right. if anyone wants to come and steal our trailer uh the address is yeah don't do that <clears throat> i was uh i'm trying not to overload the trailer but there is right now it's just musical stuff in there so like and there's it's some not drums ours. oh it's ours okay <clears throat> there's a couple cabs from the ghosts of former members of the, the band. ghosts the ghosts of entheos past yeah so that's in there, but uh, Isn't what were we saying? Cool, oh, we were talking about the move. But well, I was talking about how we started our band seven years ago. Yeah, which is kind of. I woke up this morning and I saw that video that we posted of Frank. Ah. Uh, and uh, <clears throat> I just started thinking because when you're when you're lost when you're caught in like the the fastness of how doing band stuff, writing or you know yeah. doing a touring and all of that stuff, you kind of forget the concept of time doesn't really it's not really there yeah but uh wait why isn't it there just because i i for some reason i think of it as being like 20 years that we've been a band that's how long it seems all of the stuff that we've done and now that it's put in perspective of seven years i'm like wow we've done a lot of shit in the seven years that's being a band very cool definitely i feel the same way um Seven years is a long time, and uh, but for me now, it's kind of a short, shorter time. Right. Because Animosity was probably only a band for seven years. Yeah. Something like that. I would assume so. You know? mm-hmm. And then I was only in Animals for like two years. Yeah. I, that's, you know? I was thinking yesterday, last year, it's been 10 years since you quit Animals, since we did those Ten tours. years since I quit. Right. Wow. That's yeah. crazy. So, yeah, I mean... Time. And with Entheos, I feel like we're really just getting started, to be honest with you. I do, too. And I think, you know, that kind of goes to say that things aren't all on the same trajectory. Mm-mm. You know, like, things happen at different times. Absolutely. And that's all right. And you should just have faith well, that it's going to work out. I mean, I, I've just always looked at it this way. There are so many times where... It, you will be in a band and you'll think about it. Oh, maybe I just don't want to do this anymore. But if you if you cease to continue. OK, I'll just say this, for example, there was a time. And this actually goes in well with a question that we were asked this week. You know what? I'm just going to say it right now because I feel like we're talking about it right now. Before right, we, we got to come move. back. Yeah, we, we got to come back, come back to the, to move. the move. Um, so Sean West wrote in and said, first of all, love y'all. Secondly, jokes. Thirdly, it'd be nice to get at least three albums a year from you guys. 
How do artists like King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard, Bones and Viper, how do they pull that kind of work annually? And I'm still here waiting for the follow-up to Dark Future. I've played the album Excess of Excess and just wondering why y'all don't release at least two to six albums a year. Just <coughs> Wait, listen. it just went from three to six? Two to six a okay. year. All right. So uh, just listen to a bit of the new pod. Nashville's going to love y'all. Signed, Your Mom's House. We're now we're the your mom's house uh, people now. <laughs> Wait, he signed at your mom's house. Signed at your mom's house. I love that. I love that people are getting into the. They're, <coughs> now they know that I'm way into your mom's house, so they can you know. For those of you who don't know, Cheney was made an appearance, not her live, but <clears throat> they did a reaction to one of your videos. I guess you could say. I would say they did like a practice segment. Yeah, I was very proud of it. That's like amazing. one of the coolest things that has ever happened to me. That's probably one of the coolest things that's ever happened to me. <laughs> <laughs> but but in bouncing off of that, it's been seven years since we started our band. We've been through a lot of stuff. And there was a point. I'm going to get to answering your question in a second. But there was a point right before um, we decided that the band would just be that we were going to move on without anyone um, else. The past people. We're going to kick the, everyone out. The people who were... <laughs> Uh, touring with the band at that point. I think that there were, no, I know that there was a point when Naveen and I were both really unhappy with where the band was going. Well, we thought about starting another band. We we wanted to start That's another the band. Song, the theme song is one of the songs from the band that we never started. Yeah, absolutely. So. And we're using, one of those songs from the band we never started is on the new Entheos record. Oh. Uh, M. Night Shyamalan plot twist. But there was a point where we were both really unhappy being in that band, being in that version of the band. Um, you know, this was years after, this was like probably two years after Evan, Evan's daughter was born and yeah. he wasn't touring anymore. And we didn't kick him out, by the way. Never. Or actually, we didn't kick anybody out. So uh, I was just sort uh, of I feel like, yeah, we've never really kicked anyone out. We've, we've, we've parted made, ways. We've made, <laughs> we've made mutual decisions to part ways with people. Yeah. Um, Evan is not one of those people. No, Evan, Evan Weir is our boy. Evan we, is, yeah, forever apart. And but even um, now, especially, because we live in the same city. Yeah. So. so, getting back to that, there was a point we were touring with people who we, total full disclosure, we didn't feel like they were pulling anywhere near to the kind of weight that we were in the band. Damn, dude, Cheney is just call, um, calling people out. Dude. This isn't a call out at all. <laughs> But when you when you're touring in a band and you you do yeah all of the work, but there are other people who want to reap the benefits of all right. of that work. It's especially hard for us too, though, because we live together and we're sort of always working. The band is it's not like separate from our personal life. Like okay, yeah, let's no. take the let's we we're clocking out of the band. You know, it'll be 2 a.m. and we're watching Teen Mom on the couch and we're talking about the band. Yeah. Right? Totally. Not that I've ever watched Teen and Mom. And this is not, this isn't a dig at anyone because I'm still dear friends with with a person, you know, still dear friends. Yeah. And it's not a dig, but there is a point when in a, a situation like that, you, be, you begin to become unhappy because... Uh, I think that you and I knew that we were capable of writing an album by ourselves and then to have to to like 
be at a point where no one else was really contributing on a writing level yeah. to the band and okay, I see where you're going. and making where decisions going. or any of yeah. that stuff. You begin to become unhappy with the band as a whole. Yeah, and it takes a heck of a lot longer when you're dealing with multiple members. Yeah. Right? So getting into the why it takes so long. Like, there's probably another album on my computer. I'm sure chilling. there is. I'm sure there is, but we were... When you're... When you have other people in the band, you have to, like, bounce all of your ideas yeah. off of them. And you, and although they're not really contributing a ton, they're making all the decisions yeah. just the same. Or if they have to play on it, whether right. or not they wrote the whole album. If if we have a guitar player, he has to play on it. We got to fly him out. I got to sit there and track him and that. It's It, it just became, like, so an entire process that we didn't really need to go through. Because Naveen is fully capable of, you know, Naveen has always written a lot of our music. So that is a part of why it's taken so long for us to put out the the album that we will be putting out this year. Yeah. And I mean, also with the, in particular, the new album, I think a lot of, we had to go through a lot of stuff, you know, we weren't with the lineup, right? Mm-hmm. So I think it's particularly long of a wait on this one. Like yeah. we wouldn't want it to be that long. So I think to answer Never. his to answer his question, there's kind of two ways to answer it. One, metal bands. I don't know the bands that he named. I think those are not bands. I think they're like rock bands. Oh, they are rock bands. Yeah. Okay. But it's not technical metal. Yeah. Thing. So you got a lot working against you if you're doing technical type death metal stuff. One. You got to write it all. It takes a long time to write. Right. Two, everybody has to learn it. That takes a long time. Yeah. Three, everybody has to record it. That takes a long time. Right. Four, you're, pro- you're not doing this for a living, right? A lot of death metal bands, mainly, probably all of them. I would say all. Probably all of them, except for Cannibal Corpse, are working. Yeah. Right? So you're working. You're doing music that's really hard. You're setting yourself up to fail. That's right. what you're doing. Mm-hmm. When you play death metal, you are signing up for a life of failure. <laughs> <laughs> Technical death failure. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But obviously I'm kidding. But you're it, it, you're not taking the easy road. At all. Right? So you have to do all that. Then you have to, once you do that, if you're on a label, they are going to say, well, we have a bunch of releases coming up, Right. Now your release is coming out six months after you give them the record. Yeah. And, you know, in particular, because we've been talking back and forth with our label and management about what what it means to put out a vinyl record right Right. now. So vinyls at this point are pushed so far back that bands are actually having to make the decision whether they want to release with or without vinyl. And you will see that now. A lot of people will say the... You know, everything's coming out except for the vinyls coming out three months after the, the initial release, right? Right. And and speaking of a label, we just signed a Metal Blade yeah. last year. So we, on top of all of the other things that we're talking about, you know, we toured on Dark Future. Okay, lo- so yeah, hold on. Let me, sorry, sorry, sorry. Off. So yeah, that's the thing. So the normal trajectory is all the stuff I said plus touring is in there. Yeah. So you're... Writing music, that's kind of hard to write. takes a while. If you have a million notes, it's going to take a long time. you got to record it. That takes a long time. 
you got to coordinate it with all four or five guys who probably have jobs and wives and girlfriends and maybe some kids. After that, you got to turn it into the label. They're going to want to, they're on another timeline. After that, there's probably some touring going on in that time. Now that's normal metal bands. Now Cheney was getting into what's happened on our last break. Yeah. So on top of, you know, the, the feeling of unhappiness that I think was starting to take place at the end of the dark future touring cycle. Right. right. Um, that went into, okay, we were going to be home riding. We still, when we stopped touring, uh, at the end of, I think it was 2019. Yeah, I was going to wonder did, when. Uh, we did, okay. um, I think, after that Betraying the Martyrs tour. So, Dark Future came out in 2016? 17. November. Okay. okay. So, the end of 2017. Right. So, basically, it came out in 2018. Right. Yeah. Okay. So, we didn't even get... The last show we did was June 2019. Yeah, and that was supposed to close up the Dark Future touring cycle. So at that, yeah, right. So we had that, planned that. We, so that was a year and a half, right? Yeah, right. So to me, that's not really a long time, considering all that shit that I just dropped on you guys that death metal bands have to deal with, right? Yeah. Would you agree? Sure. Yeah, I'm. So yeah, so we said it's been a year and a half of touring, and even in that time, we had. Ever, ever since Evan, you know, had his daughter and had to stay home and, you know, it was, it was we weren't sure what, what, what it was going to look like. I mean, it's not ever felt right to us. Never. You know? Because <clears throat> he's such a bro, such a brother. Well, and such an And we didn't really know. Beyond Evan being like a brother to us, um... He's such an integral part of yeah. the way that our band sounds. Totally. And you realize that. Of course we realized that throughout the albums, but once we started uh, hearing what it may sound like uh, otherwise without Evan. Not a good thing. It wasn't. <laughs> yeah. There was never like you, you really realize how integral that person is. Right. Yeah. So. I guess what I'm trying to say is even within that year and a half, we were still kind of like, okay, how's this going to work? How are we going to, who's going to play on the album? Yeah. It was, if you have another guy in the band and then you go get Evan to play on it, that guy is going to be feeling weird and stuff. Yeah. There could be some, so we were still not really sure how things were going to land, but then uh, so we were writing for the album and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I think in that break, we kind of decided, hey, let's just you and me make this one. right? Yeah. And we we also so we had tours scheduled and we decided to put out a single and, you know, announce that it would just be the two of us writing. And even then, when we were looking at a future album, we were not sure how we were going to release it. And yeah. we oh, right. we really right. flirted with the idea of doing it on an independent level for a long time we were like that's what we're gonna do yeah and so that happened right and then we all know what happened in 2020 right and the pandemic kind of gave us even more time to sort of sit and think about to work on things but to also 
think about what we wanted to do with the band and how we saw it uh, yeah, changing, evolving as yeah. we moved forward. But what's, yeah, so, but what's funny is to our buddy's question, like the writing of the music is like not the problem at all. No. For us, personally. No. Because we had half the album that we're putting out written I think before COVID even hit. Yeah, we did. Had over half written. Mm-hmm. So And it's still the same the the first yeah, half of the album is still the pr- same. Pretty much the same. So we did have a lot of it written but then for us we just I, I honestly think with our band in particular, we kinda had to re imagine. Reimagine redo what the band is. Yeah, and then like Cheney said, during the COVID uh, break, I don't know what you would call it. It's still kind of going on. We signed to a label. Yeah. You know, we did. We started getting more into videos and stuff. So we kind of started shifting away from like, let's just keep making albums to like, let's kind of weather this storm work on our album on a nice pace and just kind of see how things land. Absolutely. Because in the first, like, so dark future came out in 2017. Our band began in 2015. So within two years, two and a half years of being in a band, we wrote and released two albums and an EP. So it was very, very quick from the beginning. And we were just kind of like, you know, we were cranking it out. We were cranking shit out at the beginning, but we also wanted to take more time on this album. Yeah. Drums for this album were recorded last January, a year ago. Yeah. They're still scary. (laughs) It's not really scary when you think about, and then, you know, on top of all of this, I got in a really bad accident in August and I couldn't do vocals. Yeah. So that was, we were, we had, we had started doing vocals, right? We started tracking vocals yeah. the night that I got in an accident. We were recording. Yeah, yeah. We were so excited about yeah. the parts that we had done that we went out and drank and I got in an accident. Yeah. So if that didn't happen, I mean, it's possible that the album would be coming out pretty soon. Yeah. But if that, yeah. you know, um, as you will soon find out about our band, I'm sure we'll talk about it at some point. We kind of already have. If that accident had not happened, then this album would not have turned out the way that it did. It That's, get, true. It, That's true. It luckily, I'm so I'm <clears throat> right. I'm grateful that that happened because it gave um, a little more time for the record, and because of that, the person playing bass on the record is the person who we want to be playing bass. Yeah, I've on already the said, said it on yeah. another podcast. I mean, you know, I don't need I don't to, I don't feel like we need to be secretive about it, but because of that, it afforded the person playing bass on the album more time. And now I feel like everything is kind of in its rightful place again. Yeah. Agreed. And, uh, so yeah, that happened. I mean, we had a lot of just life events happen. Absolutely. You know? So for us, it's just taken longer to do this, but you know what? I'm all right with it. With that being then, said, this yeah. is my this is to me the best material that we've ever. Uh, yeah, it's far more okay. thought out. It's uh, everything from the drum, every drum hit to the art. Yeah. We you know, we already have the art for our album. 
Right. We looked at all, we looked at, we had enough time to sort of honestly reflect and be like, all right, what's wrong here? Mm-hmm. What do we want to change? And yeah. I really feel like we changed it all. We really did. And I want to, I want to emphasize again that this is no dig at anyone who has ever played with us. Travis is a dear friend of ours yeah. and always will Love be. Travis. Love Travis very much. But sometimes, you know, you can only look at life as you can only look at the things that have happened in your life. You can't see what's about to unfold. And looking back, I think that everything did unfold in a really, in the way it was supposed to. Yeah, I agree. And it's never going to be five years before we put out another album, but we had to go through so much in order for this to happen. And I can assure you, we're already looking at release dates. Yeah. The album is coming out this year. And then on top of that, we're like, oh, let's move across the country. Yeah. In the middle of right. all of it. So. And with that, we also, because of all the time that we took, not only is the person playing bass on the record exactly who it should be, the person who is mixing the record is exactly the person that we wanted. We yeah. got the artist that we wanted, the best possible label I could imagine is putting out our yep. our record. So everything is falling into line. And yeah. this is just what had to happen for us to put out something that we can be really proud of and stand on for the rest of our lives and yeah. play. And we're stoked about it, but it's never going to take this long for us to put out a record again. Yeah, I mean, you never know. You never know. Could. Yeah, I mean, I you know, sometimes words come back to bite you, but I... I I think that between album three and four, it's just yeah. not going to be that long. I mean, if you and I like cranked out some kids or something, that would, that would slow things it's down. It's not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> we have a baby. It's called Entheos. Well, we have two fur babies. <clears throat> it was really, so it was really hard for me to find oh, yeah. Shiva this morning because we've been doing a bunch of construction on our house, basically. Yeah, let's talk about that. <clears throat> let's talk about that. So we've been remodeling. Well, I won't say we. Because I feel like Evan did it like yeah. himself. I know. So we got here and basically where the people who lived, we just moved from Santa Cruz, California to Nashville. Mm-hmm. And the bathroom, which the washer and dryer will be in, the old one had this really weird encasement where the old, where their washer and dryer was. And yeah. it just didn't make any sense. Well, it had like it a was lip. Just, yeah, it had the like, wall had a lip on it. Yeah, it had a wall like maybe that big, which would have went in front of the washer and dryer that we bought. Right. And then the dryer would have had to stick out further than that. It would have just been real goofy. So, I mean, I'm pretty, I'm pretty handy. Like I do construction type work, or used to anyway. <laughs> but Evan. Uh, has owned a house for a really long time and he lives in Nashville as well. So he, he was like, let's knock this down, you know, we'll redo it. And God, I got to hand it to him. The guy is amazing. I mean, he's incredible. He's, uh, I can't believe it. it took him a week. I know you helped a little bit, but I definitely helped more in the beginning when we were like, you know, there were breaking like down three the wall. days where I would walk into the bathroom and it was, or, you know, it, you would be doing other things. I'd just be standing there. Like, would just yep, be doing it's looking that. good, dude. Yeah. <laughs> And you would be like eating lunch and Evan would be maybe I was thinking I was like, is this like a California thing? Like I'm just like a slow like I just 
It's like, dude, it's like totally chill. Yeah, like I'm going to smoke time. a and joint. Yeah. Meanwhile, Evans he, he is in there like joints. just going crazy. I mean, he stayed till country like, boy. he was here till like 10 or something. The first day we worked for like 12 hours plus. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It was a long time. I mean, so they knocked down that wall and yeah. then basically re-drywalled the entire or the laundry room wall, right? I have yeah, no idea so what I'm talking about. So we built a new opening that's a lot wider and took off. There was like trim. They're trim happy in this house. I don't know why. There's trim Actually, I do know way. why now because Evan explained it to me. It's easier to do trim than to make like a drywall opening because you have to f- keep filling it with that mud and it takes a long time for it to dry. What's a drywall to... opening? <clears throat> so on a door frame, like the one behind me, you got this... Right, you got trim. Welcome to the Copper Crab Construction Podcast. So in the bathroom, they had an opening with this trim all the way around. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Now we knocked all that down and we made the opening wider, and we built a new encasing mm-hmm. with no trim. Yeah. So it's just corners made of drywall. That's it. Oh, okay, okay. So in order to do that, you have to keep filling it up to get it level with the mud. Right. Right. So that's, it, it takes a lot longer. It's harder to do than just to nail a trim on there. But let me tell you, they, I think you guys started this last Monday. I think it was like maybe the Monday quick before. after we got here. Maybe the Monday before. And I just primed it last night for painting. So it's ready. Yeah. It's getting ready to go. And then when they delivered the dryer, it had a huge dent in it. Luckily. <clears throat> so we haven't even had the dryer anyway. We only so have been, a washer, but when we have a washer and dryer... We're going to do another tie-dye drop, and you guys will know about oh, it first. Oh, that was a, yep. That was a huge reason why, well, we want to wash and dry because we've never had one before, but. But we also want to do some more of these tie-dye drops. We love making tie-dyes, so I think we're going to, yeah. now that we have our own washer and dryer, because the last tie-dye drop that we did, we had to take all of the tie-dyes to the laundromat. Yeah. And so, yeah, I don't know if way. any of you guys got one of those shirts, but Chani and I did like 50, right? Well, shout out to Chris Sh- Chris Sanchez, I'm assuming that he listens to our podcast because he was the first person to order yeah. a shirt within, I think it was at like 12.08. It did incredibly, this came out. like it blew our minds how well that did because we did the shirts and we took a couple of cool photos of us doing it and we put it on Instagram. It, they all sold in, in an hour, right? Or two less than two hour? hours. Oh, two hours. Okay. So we, every time we do a drop, and this is going to stand for tie-dyes and anything else from now on. Because I think that I'm going to start doing a bit of merch store stuff from our house. The boutique. Yeah, we're going to have a boutique. And it will all be shipped by, I would like to say both of us, but the reality is it's going to be shipped by me. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I might help. So every time we do one of those drops, we're going to announce it on the podcast first. So you guys will get, and then we won't announce it uh, on the band pages until later the afternoon on Wednesday. So they're always going to be announced on Wednesdays, Yeah, but the band page will get it 13 or 14 hours after the podcast. So you guys, if you listen to the podcast, you're always going to have first dibs of all of that stuff. And it's all going to be limited edition. So just pay attention, keep your ears peeled. We'll do, we'll talk about yeah. it at the beginning of the podcast. But yeah, so now we have the ability to throw the, cause you have to wash the shirts after you do the, we did the bleach dye. That's what we did. Right. 
You got to wash them. Now we can easily wash them. Look I don't have that. to drive. Before, I th- threw all the wet shirts in a bucket and went over to the, the laundromat. And That was so funny. Yeah, it's not good. It took a lot more effort to do that. Yeah. Because we had to, like, basically hand wash them. But, yeah, so that's why, I mean, that's honestly why we haven't done a podcast in two weeks. The first Wednesday, we were driving cross-country. So well, I drove the van and trailer, mm-hmm. and Chaney drove the car with... That's right. Two cats in the car. One of which we had to drug. Yeah, she's, uh, ha- she's having a hard time. She's having moment. a really hard time. So she's if anyone has any, you know, I've been looking it up on Google every day. If anyone has any advice on how to help a cat uh, adjust more to a new space. She seems to be getting better every day, but she meows way more than she ever did before. It's kind of like at nine or ten at night. She's like, all right, it's my my time to do my thing call my people yeah and she kind of walks around and meows a lot she does one of those ones that's can you do it it's like well first it's like it gets really hardcore you know yeah like when it's like first it's like meow meow meow. right that's Mm -hmm. just kind of all right whatever but then it's like meow 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 like she's really going for it and i feel bad for her but last night she jumped up on the couch and like laid with me for a long time and was really chilling out she's been doing that for the last two nights and so back to cheney's story though she's been hiding in funny places whoa is that where this began yeah holy shit so we had to take a cabinet door off of the in the bathroom to paint back there but that exposed all the drawers yeah so this morning every morning the cats will wake us up around when we wake up <laughs> and Ten? yeah right we've been waking up so we've been waking late. up it's around noon crazy. we're californians though well know. you know i'm like a i don't know and what i, I don't am have, i'm confused like i quit my job Woo! Yeah. do the cheer i don't have i don't know which one's the cheer Bob. Bob. on copper crab <laughs> <laughs> i forgot i did that anyway uh so that would, I would have to get up really early for that. And then um, now that I'm not doing that, like we're staying up to like three. Yeah. But we work on the house until like 12 or one. Yeah. We work really, like yeah. we've been working really hard. I, I mean, yeah, like seriously, I, I was thinking about it yesterday and it's like, I haven't been like chilling. I guess on no. New Year's, we went to Evans and chilled. We didn't do hardly anything that day, but right. like, okay, one day. But uh, what was I saying? Did, oh, did you finish the story? Oh, we were the... getting to Shiva. So Shiva, yeah. oh, oh, our uh, little that's, gray, that's right, that's right. We've been delug- up delusional cat. Losing Shiva, it. our little gray delusional cat. So every day the cats will come and wake us up because they'll play, and for some reason our bed is like the 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 middle of all of their playing. They'll never go on it if we're not on it. Never. They're they're, they're just. Not a thing. Not even. We're a on thing. it. Okay, let's go. Which we did buy a purple mattress, and shout out to fucking purple mattresses. I know. I was thinking that dude, shit is. Woo. Oh my god. That's, oh my god. Love it. Yeah, <laughs> that's I was how thinking, I feel every morning when the cats are jumping all over me. You know, when you listen to big podcasts, they're like actually endorsed by Purple, right? But I was thinking I should give out my code or whatever, because I get seventy five dollars credit if someone uses it. Just one person. Yeah, and they get seventy five off. So I was like, if you guys are, because then I can buy the pillows for free. Yeah. So 
if one of you guys is out there looking for a new mattress, get a purple. Let's put that, whatever that code is, in the notes. And, <laughs> and then, then, let's just see what happens. Yeah. You'll get 75 bucks I'm off. telling you, though, purple. So I have really bad allergies. I take Benadryl before I go to bed every yeah. night. Has this been helping with that? It has. Because a part of why I break out at night is because I get hot. Mattresses get hot. But the way that our purple is built, there's something happening with it where it's like an airflow mattress. It's like a ma- mattress and then there's like this grid on top that's like made of styrofoam or I don't know, whatever. Some Seems like rubber. But what something. was weird to me is everybody was on the, you know, on the reviews that we read and stuff. Even so, my mom. Mind you, we have been sleeping on the, we bought a full mattress. Okay. So that's small, right? That's small. A full. full. Like full. full like what children Not sleep on. Not a queen. On. No, a full. That's smaller than a queen. It's full. one bigger than a twin. So when we first moved to Santa Cruz, we were broke, right? Super broke. We were living in the barn, you know, behind my mom's house. Barn people. Barn barn folk. And then we bought this mattress used off Craigslist. Could have had bed bugs. We don't It was know. probably, I think it might have been, was it free? Might have been 50 it bucks. It was $30. Okay. We slept on that. And this is an old school, no name brand. Is it no name? It's got to be. It's one of those old school mattresses that was like blue that had like flower print. <laughs> it wasn't blue with flower. It was white. It was white. It was kind of nice. Oh, it was like. It was kind of nice. Whoa. Yeah. I can't. I have a horrible memory. Yeah. I just made up what our mattress yeah. was. <laughs> I should have let you just roll with it. Well, I thought it was blue with flowers. Anyway, <laughs> so we literally slept on that until. I think it was a sleep number. Uh, it might have been. No, Serta. Serta. It's it the Serta? sheep. It's whatever has the sheep on it. Yeah. So it was yeah. kind of nice when we got it. It wasn't like super trashed or anything. But then we slept on that until we moved. So that's 10 years on a used mattress. That's a full size. Right. And so we're like, all right, man, you know, we're moving. I don't want to move this mattress across country. Let's get, let's ball out and get something awesome. So I'm looking at reviews. I've never had a brand new mattress. I've never had a brand new mattress and I've never had a washer and dryer. I've never had like a high class mattress either. Ever. No, I've only had used mattresses cheap. Let's just get one somewhere. Yeah. Kind of a situation. Yeah. So I was like, all right, we're getting a baller mattress. You know, Cheney and I have been saving up for a while before the move. And then we. You don't got to drop our (coughs) bank account statement. Jeez. All right. We were at. Anyway, this is how much money we have in no, our savings I was saying, account. We saved up so we could buy a mattress and buy a washer and dryer. You know, we wanted to do that True. for the new house. <clears throat> so, but now we're broke. So, if you guys want to <laughs> ship us some money, crates of cash. Anyway, um, we got the. I was looking at reviews and stuff, and people were like, "Yeah, the purple's great. It just it feels kind of weird." To right. sleep on? You're saying it's weird because it has that grid? My mom even said that. My mom, I, apparently, I didn't realize this until we talked to my mom, but it's a hobby of hers to go to the mattress store and like lay <laughs> on each mattress. That's funny. <laughs> she just lays down on each mattress to try but, it out. And she even reported back. The purple kind of felt a little weird. You know, I don't, it, it, it just didn't hit the same. They all are expecting memory foam. That's, she, why. that's what she said. It didn't hit the same. 
She was like, that <laughs> shit didn't, just didn't slap like memory foam does. But I think this is for people who never have slept on a van bench or on the floor. <laughs> Correct. You know? Which is 99.9% of humanity. Right. So, because back to technical debt metal, dude, we sleep on van benches like it ain't nothing. Yeah. So honestly, Usually when we like get a this, hotel. Like when a tall person like Evan has to sleep on a van bench, then he has to like bend his knees. It's horrible. And then you get all these cricks in your knees and it, it really hurts to like expand your knees in the morning. A van bench is like 16 inches wide. It's like, it's like literally this wide when you look at, uh, cause I was looking at the van benches outside the van and I yeah. was like, how does a man sleep on that? Dude, when we did that animals headlining tour, not only was it animals, which, you know, small band, three people, you think, oh, you can fit like way more people. So we had animals, me, Evan. Kalella, Steve Jones, Zach, all up in a van and we were like yeah. sleeping in it every night. So you and I would both sleep on one bench together. Right. And I remember, and this was in the middle of the fucking summer. And Evan was opening the tour. That's why he was there. He wasn't. No, he was just there animals. for moral support. Yeah. And then we had a camera. <laughs> Evan just decided to come along and he had his bass and he would just sit. In the he room. would play us songs and, and we would do jigs. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, we well, somehow we wrong. both slept. I don't know how we did that. I mean, that must have been. I think uh, we were I psycho. sat up and you that's laid what, on me or that's something. That's what happens when you're young and in love, folks. That's true. Don't ever fall. I loved love. every minute of it. and I wouldn't trade it for the world. I actually did love every minute of it. Oh, I definitely did. We got. Yeah, it was really fun, except for there were a few things that happened. So hold, let's just wrap up this mattress thing. God, selling merch sucks. Totally sucks. Yeah. But anyway, so. We got the comfortable mattress. The cats like to jump on it and when we're sleeping in it. But anyway, we laid down. I was kind of worried about it. Like, oh, is this going to be weird? We laid down on it, and I was like, this is just the most comfortable thing I've ever laid on. I don't feel any weirdness at all. Literally. Whatever. The purple mattress. God, this has been the longest mattress advertisement <laughs> yeah. of all time. All right. <laughs> the Which purple we're not mattress. Even, we're not in sponsored by them at all. So, I mean... <laughs> They are not sponsored. Wink, That's wink. a good way to do it. That would be that would have been the best ad ever. I know. It's like uh, I don't even. Why would we ever talk about this? We're yeah. definitely not sponsored. But I don't them. think you can lie. We're one hundred percent not getting paid thousands of dollars for this ad. What if you're just <laughs> <laughs> cross your fingers? Yeah. But do you remember when that worked? <clears throat> no, I was never that. That's type of why kid. you're a liar, Naveen. Why am I just I'm just kidding. Oh. Naveen is seriously the opposite. I can just tell if you're lying right away. You I don't lie. Never if I do lie, I'm me. joking. It's a joke lie, so I'm trying to this make This is it how you lie. You know how you're supposed to like look people in the eye when you lie? <clears throat> this is how you lie. Oh, no, I, I definitely... It'll be like this. You'll be talking to me and looking me straight in the eye. Oh, yeah, babe, do you want to go down the... Uh, oh, no, I totally didn't do that. Uh like looking down as if i'm sitting around fibbing all the time i don't do that if i do it it's because i'm joking around. no you're like honest abe it's the best way to be a man but you know this why? is why i lie all the time probably because i was like getting away with it crossing my fingers behind my back yeah i could that's what i do i could I'll see send that an, i'll send an email like this yeah i totally want to go do that thanks what a I good could song. I could definitely <laughs> see kidding. you doing that. Sorry, Chaney. Like, Still feeling good about... You're an honest person, but little stuff... You'll, what did you'll, I lie about? Well, one time I, I was like, all right, I'll give you like a foot rub, and then you give me a foot rub. 
Oh, okay. And then after you were done. I was crossing my fingers. But yeah, after I was done with your, I was like, all right, my turn. You're like, no, I'm not doing it. <laughs> yeah. I think it was like a half an hour foot rub, too. Yeah, so if that if those kind of deals get made, it's show me the money up front. <laughs> I have to rub first. Yeah, that's right. Well, my problem with your foot rubs <clears throat> is that you don't put enough umph into it. I remember Evan told me this one time I was doing something. Evan told, this is something that has stuck with me for years. Okay. And his voice comes into my head every so often when I'm doing something because I was like, I can't remember what I I was doing on tour. Right. And then Evan was like, why don't we get Frank to do that? And I was like, oh, you don't think I'm good at doing this? And Evan was like, it's not that I don't think you're good at it. It's that I don't think you put the same amount of umph into every one that you do. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And ever since then, if I'm drawing, I'll be like doing dot work and one of the dots will be all like fricked up. Damn. And I'll be like, it'll be Evan's voice in my head. I just don't think you put the same amount of umph into every dot. Dang, that's like a dad dad's voice <laughs> in your head. I've been meaning to tell him that it just hasn't come up. It's just resonated Evan's, with you. Evan's voice just lives in my head. Just, you're not dotting enough. Yeah. You're not dotting like, with enough. Oh, that one um, eye looks a little different than the other one. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Because he has something that I don't have, and that's called patience. Evan? Yeah. And I noticed that when he was working on the bathroom. You yeah. Know? He's not like, gotta get it done. It's oh, just no, like, no, no. He is working really hard and stuff, but he's not like tripping about getting it done. Well, because when you trip about getting something done, which I find myself doing too with, and I think that's what he was getting at when he was telling me that, that I was just not practicing everything with enough patience. And when you are a super impatient person, you'll rush past a bunch of shit. Yeah. You'll get, you'll just do things for the sake of getting them done. And it doesn't always like come out um, in a professional fashion. I know. And that's the worst thing and i wonder sometimes because i've it's weird we're out here you know we moved somewhere where we can we moved here to do whatever we are pursue our artistic endeavors right Mm -hmm. and now i'm doing it and sometimes i find myself getting all like frustrated like yesterday i wanted to set up this podcast room right so the room was just full of stuff and it wasn't we, we were just, we're still moving in. We're still getting unpacked. We're remodeling this, that, and the other thing. So it's taking a long time, right? Yeah. <clears throat> so in here, like, the draperies weren't installed. Nothing was, was ready. I built a shelf over there. So it took a long time. You know, it took, like, a good amount of the day. And uh, I found myself, like, getting frustrated that it was taking so long, you know? And then I'm like, why do I feel that way? Because I'm, this is like what, what all I'm doing today. So what difference does it make? Yeah. Why am I getting, f- and I think it's just, it's just like years of conditioning of like not having enough time. I don't know. Maybe, <clears throat> I think it might stem from the idea of just like, I'm always doing my creative endeavors in between a full-time job, you know? Right. So like if the day is almost out and I didn't get everything done, I'm like, fuck, like I don't, tomorrow i gotta go to work and i can't do this stuff that i wanted to do but even then you shouldn't be mad it's just like things take as long as they do yeah and and that's okay and i think that's a hard thing for me as of someone who's not patient 
So I have to like actively tell myself like, this is what you're doing today. It's okay. You gotta, it's okay to go to the store. The screws were gone for this desk, right? Mm-hmm. Which is awesome, by the way. We get our awesome podcast desk Oh yeah, back. we have it back. Woo! Look at that thing, dude. It's huge. You're really far away from me. Yeah, thank God. I know. So or nice. I think we're doing social. Di- we are. Universe. I think we're socially distant compliant right now. <laughs> nice. But yeah, I mean, it's okay for things to take as long as they do. Like, what's patience is what's, a virtue. Folks. I, it really is. I think. I honestly think honesty and patience are the two best things that you can have. I've I, got one. I of them, agree. But I don't have the patience. Is the one you have. The patience I have to tell myself. It's okay. Yeah. Chill the F out, dude. Yeah, I agree. You really, uh, things come out better that way. I know. If you're patient with them, you're going to enjoy the product a little more. And that's why you should be patient waiting for our new album. There you go. Yeah. And like with that too, (laughs) I think part of the reason why I've been feeling like, oh, why isn't this done? Because it's like, we do need to finish tracking the vocals. So I'm thinking blowing up my spot. <clears throat> well, it just is what it is. You know? Yeah. And there's some guitar stuff that needs to be done. Well, too. then it needs to be mixed. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, I got to do it. But it's like, why? You know, why? Why am I freaking out? Yeah. It's just. Uh, it's not like I'm sitting around. Right. I'm busy all day. I'm doing stuff. Mm-hmm. And that's how long it takes to do the stuff. It's true. And, you know, sometimes you get, especially with the Internet, I think. You'll get this feeling of urgency because you see people announcing things all the time or, you know, doing things all the time. And it's just like everything exists on its own timeline. Uh, Everything. And I really do believe this. I really do think that things happen as they're supposed to. And they just kind of lay themselves out. And in five years from now, hindsight will be 2020 and I'll understand why it was five years in between our albums. Four yep, and a half years. Exactly. But uh, we're stoked about it. And uh, I really, I really can't wait to share. I know. What we've been working on. It's going to just be that much better. It's, it's awesome. It's different. It's similar all at once. It's got a rock song on it. It does have a rock it's song. It's prog. It's super. I would say that it's like the most extreme of yeah. everything we've done. Yeah. It's the most extremely metal and technical and the most extremely not. That's true. So, yeah, it's just really exciting. And uh, we're being patient with it because we want to put out something that we're really, really genuinely proud of. Yeah, agreed. And, I mean, we're having a also a good time setting up our new house. and. Oh, yeah. I love... Demolishing stuff. Getting back to living in Nashville. I just oh, yeah. fucking love it here, man. I know. Every day, I I feel like we spend at least an hour talking about how much we love it here. There's just... The pace. The pace. And no diss to California. I love California. And I love the time that I spent there. And I think it was very necessary for me in in life. And you're from there. Of course, you're always going to, you know, be about California. I wouldn't say that. So about it. (laughs) True. (laughs) (laughs) But... There is something incredibly different between the day-to-day of Tennessee, yeah. the day-to-day of the middle of the country, 
in the day-to-day of the coasts. People in the middle of the country are genuinely uh, a lot more kind. When you when you just go and interface with people on a daily basis, people at the grocery store, people at restaurants. I remember so Naveen's family and uh, or Naveen's dad uh and us we we went to this Taco Bell in Santa Cruz and we would always go to it and there was this employee there named Julian. Shout out Julian 41st <laughs> Taco Bell in Santa Cruz. And we he was such a good employee. He was kind. He was always on top of everything. He remembered your entire Taco Bell order and he was just on top of it. And we would always leave that Taco Bell saying, damn, why isn't Julian working at like a five-star restaurant? He should be picked up and employed somewhere else. And then when you move to the South, you realize that everyone is Julian. Julian isn't special. He was just the kind of employee. He was just doing his job in an acceptable way out here. Because there are so many times you'll interface with people who work in service in California and they almost act as if you're inconveniencing them by ordering food from them. And or this is especially like especially at Home Depot bad or something. in San Francisco. Oh, forget about that. Oakland. Yeah, no. I'm just going to put them on blast. Soli Vegan. We went to Soli Vegan. It was comical. La- I, while we were tracking drums, I think. Yeah. It was comical. And... There was a guy there who literally acted like we were assholes for coming in and trying to order food. He was mad. He was, he was mad pissed at, at us. I was like, whoa. I've dude. never seen worse service in my life. It was really bad. And that's not how people should act. To or- Sully Vegan's credit, though, when I went back there and I was tracking with uh, Machine Head, went back down the street, that guy was gone and they were being really nice. So I hope maybe he was they, fired. Maybe they realized that he dude was. He should have been fired. He was yeah. a horrible employee. But yeah, it's just little stuff like. The neighbors are super nice. Someone came came over and like gave us a loaf of banana bread, oh, yeah, which was delicious. really good. We demolished and then, all like, of it. You know, I like appreciate. I was out raking leaves. You know, everyone who drove by waved. You know, I'm like, and the thing is, it's like I'm that type of dude. That's just my vibe. You know, I'm nice. I, I thank people mom's at restaurants. From Kentucky, yeah. so exactly. So I thank people at restaurants. If I see the cook, I'm gonna be like, hey, thank you very much. You know, thank the people that made your food or whatever Mm -hmm. and it's like weird in california whereas here that's just how people are yeah you know and then on top of that refreshing it's refreshing and i know that people have called nashville la but with manners yeah which you know if you we live on the skirts yeah we don't actually live in nashville proper we live in a suburb but you know if you we did go in and and hang out at a bar we went and hung out at a bar last week that was in East Nashville. And when I walked in, everyone around, uh, the way that everyone was dressed looked like San Francisco people. Like yeah. kind of <clears throat> kind of a hipster vibe. Yeah, they had tattoos, kind yeah. of hipsterish yeah. looking people. They looked like us, to be quite honest. Like yeah. they looked like us. And I was like, oh God, this bar is going to be just full of assholes. Yeah. <laughs> and... It was insane how nice everyone was. The bartenders were like, I was asking the bartender about whiskey. And this was a girl who would have typically, like in San Francisco, she probably would have been like really standoffish to me. And she pulled out the whiskey and she's like, oh yeah, it's this kind. Yeah, I really like whiskey. I want to know about the, the, 
whiskey that you have. Yeah, I mean the the other bartender invited me to be his plus one at ju- at a jujitsu class. Yeah, you know, so it's like, and we met a couple other guys. You know, we made just friends. Really nice, and typically when we go to like a bar or something, we're kind of just like talk to each other. You know, yeah, and that's not for lack of us being like not talkative. No, because. We're- we didn't engage those guys. They started talking to us. Right. You know, so. It's and it was just great. an overall vibe. And like I said, I love California. California is beautiful. And, you know, people there are fantastic in their own ways. We have really, really good friends who are in I mean, My Cruz. family lives there. Yeah. So. But there, there is an overall. It's just a, it's a different vibe. It really is. And. And it reminds me a little more of where I came from. Honestly, right. because. And. And only now am I seeing how actually insane it is to be taken, picked from the Midwest and move straight to L.A. Sort of insane. That's hardcore. And Especially if you're so young because you were only like 22. Right? Yeah, I was very young. And hadn't even been to California before. I had never been to California so, and I just moved there. A small town girl and living in a lonely <laughs> I hate world. when people say that. Des Moines is not a small town. But Evan was I know you get me, super Evan was telling that, me the but. other day that he calls Nashville a small town. Uh, it's small compared to like New York, L.A., San Francisco, which is good. It's a good thing. Yeah. I, I don't want to live in a. I do not want. I don't live want in a city. to live in one of those big places. I, I love, already did that. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. I love visiting those places, but I can only take about three days, and then I'm yeah. like, "Get me the fuck." Although out of here. now it's going to be real rough for me to visit those places when we go to breakfast, and it's not fourteen dollars. Oh my god. <laughs> I mean, Chad and I went and house. had breakfast, and they gave me the check, and it was fourteen dollars. That is a good price. Like that's not happening. Yeah. In California, maybe no. you could go to Mickey D's for fourteen. I don't even know. I don't you know do about that. that. I don't know if you. I don't can know do about that. that. Yeah. So, I mean, it's like that across the board. Not to mention, we don't need to go super deep into it, but our cost of living here is just so dramatic it's literally more. thousands of dollars less oh yeah thousands uh, of dollars less half it's, it's less uh, than it le- half. less, than, less half. than half yeah so i'll take that deal i will gladly take it um and then everyone goes oh there's gonna be it's gonna be cold because it's winter there yeah, we and have I'm like, a yeah, fucking it's nice. heater yeah we it, have a heater and like yeah it did it slightly snowed the other night it was gorgeous it's cool i like it also I have no the house we lived in the house we lived in in Santa Cruz was fantastic, but there was only one working heater in the house, and it was in the room that we did the podcasts in. Yeah, so that's one heater vent for the whole... The house is small, but one heater vent. So we were constantly whole, freezing, and we I mean, would turn the heater on maybe three times a month. Our last electricity bill was $500. Yeah, well, it was 400 but still, okay, that's whatever. freaking insane. Whatever. I told that to Evan, and he's like, dude, you know, th- their house is like, I don't know, probably 1,800 feet. So it's double what we had in California. Right. He was like, our electric bill's never been that much, and we run an HVAC the whole time. We yeah. got a couple space heaters. Yeah. You know, what the hell? I know. So stuff like that across the board, especially when you're trying to, you know, invest your life into death metal, uh, come on now. Come That's not going to work. Speaking of death metal, we announced a tour that we didn't talk about on the podcast. So we will be on Tech Trek in April with Volvodinia. I think that's how you pronounce it. In Fury. 
and Archspire. And little old Entheos. Little old, little old Entheos. But uh, I'm going to, I got a lunch. Naveen's got a lunch, lunch date. going on here. Naveen's getting his Nashville lunch dates yeah. started, so fired up. I'm so networking. we've got to cut this one short. Lunch here. Hope we entertained you. Yeah, you know Love what? Ya. I, I wanted to say this Love ya, earlier. I feel so great to be doing the podcast and doing it in our new spot. Me too. And I'm just like, this is what we're doing now, baby. That's what's up. So have a great day, y'all. Have a good week. Love you guys. See you next week. Copper Crab Podcast. Copper Crab Podcast out. Third studio, what up?